welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue. And Colin Cunningham. And today we watched two terrible movies. Ugh, <laughs> awful. Whatever. <laughs> we, we terrible. Watched, we watched two movies that had a plot that involved terrorism. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that pun makes sense. No, we should, I give we, it a pass. We should just pretend it? that we, we, <laughs> we didn't knew that all along. Of course. We wanted to do a Frank Stallone uh, double. Yes, <laughs> that's true. true. But we couldn't find another <laughs> Frank Stallone that movie. That wasn't like, you couldn't find another movie that wasn't hated by everyone. And like the one that we ended up watching, uh, Terror in Beverly Hills, yeah, mm-hmm. barely starred Frank Stallone at yeah, all in the first it's like place. A quote unquote, starring yeah, Frank Stallone. In Fifteen minutes of it, <laughs> I, yeah, even barely that. So I had never heard of this movie, and you guys were like, "Oh my god, we have to watch Terror in Beverly Hills." We what may, was your experience? We, with we it? may have oversold it. <laughs> we're I'm big, just, big I'm fans. saying that now. Big fans. You guys are like, now this is funny, and I know funny. <laughs> It's true, and uh, well, maybe it was a little. It's just as funny, but it was a little it had slower parts than I remember. It's a little slower. Where yeah. had you first heard of this film? When had you seen it? Um, Colin, you would have saw, seen it. I first saw it before on, any uh, of us in uh, Red Letter Media years mm. and years and years ago. We reviewed it, and that was the first time I'd ever seen it. And uh, and I assume they just found a DVD of it, or had, it was sent I, to them. I don't know the, their history with it, but they uh, had obviously seen it before, and they were big fans of it. So they wanted to watch it with uh, with me and Jim. I think was on the show as well. Mm-hmm. And then I liked it so much that I uh, I bought a copy on Amazon years later. For and a penny. This is amazing. So it's One a double cent. feature. It's a, it's a double feature. It's two DVDs, I think. One mm-hmm. is like a Steve McQueen no, movie. No, it's a reversible DVD. Oh, God. <laughs> we call those flipper discs <laughs> in the discs. <laughs> Got to be careful with those fingerprints. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And make sure it's on the right side. Um, so yeah, on Amazon, it was brand new, and it came with a Steve McQueen movie. I think like the St. Louis yeah, uh, some early bank film robbery that Steve or something. McQueen appeared in. And it was one cent on Amazon. <laughs> it, I've read an article of why that happens. Like the shipping is a little higher than it the would shipping be. Shipping is about seven bucks. It was yeah. from the U.S., mm-hmm. but I mean seven dollars U.S. So basically, the seven dollars and one cent. The seller just wants to make shipping money. They're like, I can't sell this for eight bucks. I guess, but uh, how much yeah. money are you making? You know, in the seven dollars. So I was surprised that I had never heard about it, especially when like you guys were like, oh my God, this is so it was a, funny. It was a big sell. It was a, it was a big sell. But you know what? I was ready because I went and checked on Letterboxd and like there were not even any like, oh man, this movie is amazing, like four or three and a half stars. It was all ones and twos as far as the eye could how see. How many people, how many reviews were there? Uh, Not that many, because <laughs> most of them yeah. were like, this is boring. I think this maybe is people bad. probably just haven't been able to get their hands on it. Are you, are it's you like sh- a holy grail. Are you sure? Well, I, you know, I'll sell to you for two cents. <laughs> Don't look yeah. at it. Mark it up. Closely. Gonna, It'll burn your face it's off. It's a 100% markup. Gonna make us some sweet penny cash. So what is this movie even about April? <laughs> well, it's a bit of a convoluted plot. There's um, this group of terrorists who come from somewhere in the Middle East. They, they oh, just say Middle East. Oh, no, or is it Israel? No, they're Palestinians okay. because right, right, right. they want to save Palestinians that have been taken by the United States Army. Yeah. They're like 55 hostages or something like that. I think so, yeah. And that's the reason they come very slowly to the United States. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a very long sort of like 20-minute intro section that mm-hmm. if you have to get through that to the real meat. Yeah, so they're in the so Middle the East, then they get on a plane, then they're on a plane, then they land, and they have the meeting when they <laughs> land in the house, and then they're setting and, up and this I'm job. And I'm like, when is Frank Stallone coming? When is Frank Stallone coming? He doesn't come And Colin was like, whoa, hold your horses. Patience, yeah. patience, so Justin. So their plan is to kidnap the president's daughter, yeah. who's shopping on Rodeo Drive <laughs> in Hills. Beverly Hills, and there's all this buildup of her needing extra security detail, which is like... Extra meaning two guys. Did, yeah. they, did they know that... That terrorists were planning on coming. Well, no, yeah. no. When the well, president's every, daughter everybody goes has somewhere, to, yeah, it's, everybody has to she travel needs, like, with a secret motorcade service. Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually oh. the president's immediate family gets. If you uh, okay. didn't know any better, you'd assume this film was like a drama because, like, <laughs> yeah. you see the terrorists get on the plane, which has <laughs> amazing re- headroom, a real-time drama. Yeah. yeah, and like they talk about, like, are we doing the mission correctly? Are we wasting our time? They have and like lofty goals. Are we doing the right thing? They're yeah. the protagonists of this movie. Yeah, like. Really? They get yes, the most yes. airtime, <laughs> other than a few big names, which we'll mention a little bit later on. Yeah. 
So the president's daughter gets kidnapped in a brutal massacre where they shoot everyone coming out of changing stalls. Well, this is amazing. Okay, I want to say before this scene, before you uh, get to the actual plot, Mm. Uh, there is a little scene with Frank Stallone. Yeah, and the coolest man on the in the on the face of the earth that I guess owns a karate dojo somewhere in L.A. <laughs> yeah. So I associate karate Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Wait, if people don't know who Frank Stallone is, who is he? <laughs> Uh, he's the brother of Sylvester, of, of movie star Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone's his brother. He's a musician and some, a terrible some, human being. Sometimes an actor, and don't yeah. check him out on Twitter. Wait, yeah, wait, don't look so, at him wait on there are no positive reviews for Barfly, where he played the bartender. Oh, I forgot he's in Barfly. I also yeah. forgot he was in Barfly. Yeah, but I, I don't think we're going to watch that one. No, that's or... way too good. Yeah, <laughs> that's way too good. So. Frank, uh, after he's introduced, we follow the terrorist for like another 40 minutes. Yeah, well, there's this scene where it's two doubles uh, mm-hmm. karate fighting one another in the dojo that have like padded masks on. I got on. excited. I'm like, two Frank Stallone. <laughs> you think? I'm seeing double. You Four Frank Stallone. <laughs> yeah. so, he's wearing a headgear that completely covers his face. So we're like, okay, Frank Stallone's not underneath there, which is a yeah. theme in this movie. And then yeah. he's fighting his like uh, cop buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, it's like, all right, good sparring, man. Let's have a cup of coffee. As you do, yeah, and then his cop buddy uh, sees a picture on the wall. Two pictures, mm-hmm. I guess. Frank, he's like, "Who's that that you're with?" And it was like pictures of Frank Stallone when he was in the secret army <laughs> special ops. Like, or get, like an accent, you're like Frank Stallone here. Uh, yeah, Frank the, Stallone. I gotta say it like that's Frank Stallone. <laughs> so he that's and the Frankie bad Stallone. guy, who I think his name was Abdul. I'm not sure. His name yeah, was the Abdul. Most cliche name <laughs> yeah. that you could get. They yeah, and he's like, he's like, we were best friends. We were but best I friends. Wish he's. I hope he's dead now. Yeah, because Frank Stallone. Uh, had what was it? They were it, working it was, in. Yeah, they the captured cahoots. four guys, and Abdul wanted to kill him. And Frank was like, "No, you're not a butcher of any kind." Yeah. Get it, Abdul the butcher. Yeah, That's a Ab- little... it's Abdullah the butcher. Ah, gosh, I got it wrong. It's a WWF know fan. What that is. And they didn't kill the people they captured, and then those people escaped and kill Abdul's family. Yeah, his wife oh, and kids. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, and, so, he, and then Abdul was like, "I'm gonna murder you, yeah. Frank Stallone." I assume that's who he is playing in this I movie. Think yeah, Abdul no. just yeah, he became Wait, a vicious murderer. We we missed his name is not Frank Stallone. It's oh, an right. amazing name. What is it, Colin? Hack Stone. <laughs> Hackstone. So, you said you kept oh, like Hackstone. Hackstone, which yeah. sums him up perfectly. It's basically very, very close to Frank Stallone. I think it's like I want people to know it's me, so Hack. let's just pick a name that's basically yeah. Because like Frank Stallone, like he gets confused if the name doesn't kind of sound like him. It's like hey Stone. It would be like, like if Fred D'Angelo, Frank D'Angelo was named like Fred DiGiorno or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which he probably did. In and for people who don't know who Frank D'Angelo is, listen to um, our episode on yeah. no deposit. Issue number editor's note. <laughs> yeah. We put a little asterisk and then you can uh, Wait, go to that episode. No, this isn't a video. What? Pod- it's not a comic book? No, this isn't a video podcast. Oh, they can't well, video maybe podcast. they'll be reading like the um, adaptation of this episode. April, you can dub this in afterwards. <laughs> yes, yeah. okay. Episode. Um, but anyway, eight. enough about Frank Stallone. The cop friend that he's talking to, he becomes the main character for a while. Yeah, he's well, assigned. Uh, don't forget, there's also a guy who's mm-hmm. going around. He's yes. a robber. Um, he's driving. He okay. watches. He goes this to is, a bar. Yeah, he's this just character. Hot watches. This, this, this character is set up. It's a black man. This mm-hmm. will come into play mm-hmm. later. Uh, that he's black, I mean. He goes into a bar. And uh, they have a conversation with the bartender. With the bartender, strip club, and the bartender. That's right. That's right. There's nudity in this. Mm -hmm. Very briefly. Frank Stallone's favorite club, by the way. (laughs) Um, and the bartender gives him like a watch. I guess it's like a hot watches. counterfeit yeah. watch or stolen watch. Uh, it's a little slow though. Yeah, yeah, and he puts it on his wrist where he has like five stolen watches. Ooh, I, I hope this will pay off at some point. Oh, <laughs> believe me, it does. So, <laughs> so then uh, Frank Stallone's character gets assigned to uh, Beverly Hills, and he's mm-hmm. like, "We've got a VIP coming to shop on Rodeo Drive." You're assigned. You gotta watch out for keep an eye on her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone's friend. Frank Stallone's friend. Frank Stallone doesn't have time to be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the cop, man. Cop friend. Frank Stallone is very busy. We don't even know what this guy's name is. No, yeah, I don't um, even think it's Blandy McBland. Yeah. yeah, he's very bland. So he's sort of assigned to Beverly Hills. Assigned by. The police chief, oh, right. Cameron Mitchell. Cameron, Cameron Mitchell. And I think this was uh, Red Letter Media's first introduction to Cameron Mitchell. Cameron Mitchell being, uh, he had a sort of a career he early did. on. He was a respected actor mm-hmm. back then. And the then day. alcohol reared its ugly head. I, he, that's probably what I think that's what it is, yeah. yeah. He ended up in like Italy with like the Jack Plants and stuff like that. Yeah, we were we watching, saw... what was that Italian movie we were watching? Uh, he did Christ. a bunch of spaghetti westerns. Uh, but there yeah. was an Italian like giallo film that we saw he, That recently. he was in. Oh, 
he's in uh, Blood and Black Lace, the Mario Bava one. That was the one, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was maybe a Bava, but that movie was actually really good. Yeah, Blood and Black um, Black Lace is very good. Good good Cameron Mitchell uh, performance. He's in. Yeah. Uh, he's also in other uh, side of the, the other wind. side, the other side of, the of the wind. The Orson Welles film that just got released. That's Netflix. right. And you look at his credits, and my God, like he's got I mean, en- endless. Never IMD. says no. I guess you know he got bills I, to pay. I guess, but like back in the day, and I didn't know anything about him previous to this mm. movie. But uh, holy shit, he's done a lot of stuff, and I guess was a respected actor in his day. Yeah, not near the end of his career. No, not when he's no. making movies like, uh, like Terror in Beverly Hills and like uh, fuck, what was what's that? Space Mutiny? Space Mutiny. I want Space that. Yeah, Mutiny. Yeah, I like, or he has the worst movie? fake beard you've ever seen. <laughs> it's really it's bad so in amazing. But so um, yeah, so he's an angry police chief. He's the angriest police chief and yeah. this blandy mcbland cop is just hanging out <laughs> on the street and he sees the um i guess criminal who sells watches and by that i mean he sees a minority in beverly hills in, and he with, freaks out within a split second he just turns around hey and then grabs him and arrests him and for, this is before any of the shooting started yeah. right the shooting is, kind of goes on at the same time yeah, he gets uh, distracted yeah because of his racism his neighborhood mm-hmm. that he needs to just yeah and he's like hey man i live here and he goes so do i yeah and, and he's, he's like, like now ah, get it yeah. spread your leg yeah. yeah and then the terrorists jump in a car and drive right. off while he's distracted mm. the uh, terrorists come in and uh, yeah, do their thing yeah. kill the secret service blanny mcblan tells the uh, guy that he just arrested he's like jump in the car with me and we're gonna go yeah. chase them the guy he arrested is never seen again for the rest of the movie. Well, he's so, in the car chase. Yeah. Why'd you make him come with him? This is it this feels is like our they're question. writing the film as it goes along. Maybe it was like a four-hour version, and they had to like cut it down. Well, the thing yeah. is, he goes. Uh, so he starts chasing the guys as they're escaping with the president's daughter. In the daughter. most beat-up car you've ever seen. Yeah, it already has huge dents on the side. <laughs> yeah. it's he like, loves getting in the car chases. And then they go into that famous tunnel. I don't know the name of it, but it's in Blade Runner. It's sort of like uh, it's uh, all like colored, circular, and stuff like that. but it's got like. Uh, shiny glossy glazed tile mm-hmm. inside and, and then, then suddenly it cuts to him outside of his car and yeah, he's like he Give me a police car he gets run off the road mm-hmm. and then uh commandeers a police car and then leaves the criminal that he arrested in his car and he's never and he's never, never seen, seen again. again we had like f- five ten minutes with this character of his living his day-to-day life going about his, <laughs> like his meeting his, his kids yeah. taking his kids all about never details see him again that's, so weird. that's what's important yeah and so this car chase just ends up at um, an old bean factory. That's well, right. it's like, yeah, they, the, the, the bad guys change cars. They change into a non They're really the heroes of the story, <laughs> considering how much screen time they have. Yeah. They, they, sw- they switch Except cars. Except for that guy who gets rapey. But, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they get into a nondescript uh, white limousine, white stretch limousine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, they, and they, one of their members has been shot. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they go so that's a big plot point to is, the old bean yeah. factory which <laughs> bean we kept factory. wondering like what kind of beans do they make uh, is we'll it see, like we'll get into this because we like, have a whole list of beans this is, this is <laughs> I was weird. thinking it might be like green beans like not your typical but you know long string green beans and what, or yellow ones what um, <laughs> hints led you to this decision Oh, I don't know. They're like around like a field. So I was imagining that it's out in the middle of nowhere. So it's like they're picking beans. And when I asked, uh, why, why are you talking about beans? April was like, listen, I got nothing else going on yeah. right now. So. Yeah. Well, the weird thing about that factory, they say the old bean factory. So you <laughs> think, everybody knows who it is. Everybody knows. Oh, they're down by the old bean the factory. Old bean so factory. if I was like the old bean factory in Toronto, you'd be like, what are you talking about? Or any factory. No, I would say, oh, yeah, the old bean factory. <laughs> or There's the cookie one. factory. But the thing yeah. is. Okay, there is a cookie factory in Toronto. There is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> that Drake took it over, though. I heard the, that. Yep. Yeah, he did. It's like a front for where he actually is. Oh my, oh my god. god. He shoots music videos and shit like that. What? And just mm. sprays like cookie dough scents into the air. <laughs> yeah, into the air. We gotta, we gotta make it too. seem like the cookie factory <laughs> is still, still going. <laughs> Get that Keebler spray. If they really want to keep uh, people out, they should make it like um, <laughs> there's a small town near my house that was like they did paper <laughs> and it just stunk the whole town. Paper smelled factory. like shit. No, you just get like rendering plant spray or something, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like. Uh, but it smells like cookies inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still well, a cookie factory yeah, from, inside. Drake's not going to smell that stuff. He wants to smell cookies. So my favorite part of this movie <laughs> has to be the first seconds where it's a peacock film. Oh yeah. And the logo is a peacock and it's like the most epic peacock ever it's like it's like unfolding its feathers yeah. i don't think a logo has ever been anyone's favorite thing. Uh, and then the title is my favorite where you see beverly hills and then it's like you did animation and paint and yeah. you just like 
what's the spray paint tool right? Oh yeah. Terror. But it's those to gunshots, right? So it's a Yeah. I'll post a picture. I took a picture of it on uh my phone. Of the title or of the menu? Of the DVD menu. The DVD menu. Oh, sorry, you're talking about Yeah, the title of the actual film. But you know, yeah, those were my favorite things, guys. Take it over. That's right at the beginning of the movie. I know I'm giving you all the good stuff though. So I'm leaving it open. The thing about this movie is um there's so many really, really funny uh, small scenes and small parts that happen, but the in-between stuff, yeah. as we found out, is a, can be a little slow and a <laughs> bit just, boring. Yeah. Getting to these scenes, as we mentioned last time that we watched it, it may have had a bit of medicinal marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the um, cold medication I was on. What are you right. talking about? It's legal now. So we can oh, yeah. do whatever we want. Yeah, we no, if somebody, if want. some like border patrol person is listening to this <laughs> oh, podcast, Keep you out of the United States. Yeah, forever. I could get a lifetime ban. But uh, anyway, so probably my favorite part is the the newscaster slash (laughs) that scene where Cameron Mitchell does like his press conference. It it leads into it, but like I love the newscaster has like a uh, a connection with the girl who's the dispatcher, and so she calls into him and says they're heading to the old bean factory, and he just goes, "Thanks, your check's in the mail," and he hangs it, and then he (laughs) runs away. Even though he's like on the news, yeah, he. He might have been broadcasting at that very moment. Yeah, this set is very suspect. (laughs) And and the person that's, uh, I guess, the police broadcaster. Like the dispatcher. Is just in the editing room of whatever studio they shot. Yeah. She's she's at an editing board. She's like typing on a keyboard, uh, like a sort of PC keyboard, Mm -hmm. pretending to type. But the keyboard is on top of an editing board, and you can see the wheels. Mm-hmm. Like the and then the wheels. tapes in the background, the tapes, beta, like beta, beta tapes. tapes yeah, yeah. Like there's like a whole shelf of beta tapes behind her, and then she's got all these audio cables. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. But in. the layman would never Whatever, know. Who cares? Um, I so don't know what a police. It. I don't know what a police dispatcher looks like. <laughs> you're robbing um, Cameron Mitchell. You took two things because I know. them no, no. and Cameron Mitchell's no. amazing improv. I'm just well. I'm just gonna say the press conference because his improv is so good, and that. <laughs> Scene oh, in particular because they, he's doing this scene and then like it's like he came out and he didn't know what his line was and then he just starts going and then there's like a no, plane he didn't care what his line was <laughs> so, so there's a plane starting and he's just like looking and he's just like oh okay keep going and then like ah, no no plane. then he because, starts he yeah, starts airplanes. smoking and then he's like oh no I don't want you to take my picture while I'm smoking and then he puts that out and he's like what is happening it's, like, it's like an Orson Wellesian like long take of just Karen yeah. Mitchell just riffing We're you know what the they don't care they're just like pad this movie out because we've only got 10 minutes the of press s- conference is taking place in front of like a barn somewhere yeah it's so big well, steel door there's a whole scene that's just Cameron Mitchell being like shut the door oh, shut close, the yeah. door would you close the goddamn door he's just like just keep saying it just keep saying it he, Cameron yeah he's, he's the angriest person but the thing is like I could I'd rather watch like 20 minutes of him improving these oh, lines. Than the terrorists. They're just serious. so amazing. Like he's just so good. And that <laughs> I mean that was my favorite thing but you just Well, what about it, so Frank Stallone? Yeah. Frank Stallone, we were like crickets, <laughs> crickets. No one's crickets. favorite thing. So like the movie, Frank Stallone is like the shark from Jaws, where like he just he yeah. a little less bit is him. more, less <laughs> yeah. is more. And then when he does show up, it's like you know it's doesn't mm-hmm. age well and it's breaks breaks down. <laughs> How <and> dare you? <laughs> when he's on screen, he seems only concerned with looking cool. Yeah, he's and he's terrible. like leaning on the car and he's like like being like smarmy and is like it's like he thinks he's cool. He thinks and he's Sylvester he, Stallone. Exactly. The the movie never has Frank Stallone interact with any of the main stars. I just, that no. was extremely noticeable this time. Mm-hmm. He has one scene with his family in the dojo. Yeah, and with Blandy McBlandy, yeah, who where he skipped over, yeah, gets yeah. murdered Janet Lee style. Oh, yeah. Being oh, yeah. Beaten by, with a bunch of sticks. Yeah, he gets, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he infiltrates oh, the, uh, He he's like a medic. He poses as a, mm-hmm. as a medic to go and treat the And they're like, terrorists. nice try. And they all grab, like, I guess two by four. No, he goes, just, like, to take him, him out and, and kill him. And then the cuts to him by like a boiler and he's just being like kind of hit, hit very gently yeah. with these like two by fours he's like, oh, stop it! and then they just shoot him and then yeah. that's it mm-hmm. so that's uh, it for his where's character. his prisoner is he still in the car oh i don't yeah i don't know I have so many questions ah, he's stuck in a tunnel somewhere yeah it sounds like it's uh let's just pad this out this black guy may become a character we may mm. need him to be a character later mm-hmm. if stallone doesn't show back. up for for shooting that day <laughs> nope and it never happens i mean no. it feels like frank stallone barely showed up because if frank stallone's face is not on screen it ain't frank stallone and yeah, yeah it's and he's only on screen with himself mm-hmm. i think there's maybe like other than the the kids like stunt doubles a 
couple times. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and towards then, the end because he has a fight scene with the the, the big final. But they fight never scene. They never show them together. No, they, they, but all I'm saying is he's fighting someone. He's <laughs> fighting a double or a stand-in. Or yeah, something I like, like that, that uh, Frank Stallone's fighting style is like. <laughs> Putting his hands in like air it's like quotes. A, it's like a tiger claw. <laughs> yeah. That's right. yeah, it's like and air. Like it's like air quotes. And like he's like going, and the guy like puts his head back. It's like that would not hurt you. Maybe if I don't know if you went for the eyes, going for like gouging out his eyes or something. Colin pointed out that Frank Stallone, like his suiting up, is to grab a machine gun and grab a very large rope. It's a huge coil it's of incredibly rope. Incredibly bulky. It's, it's he like never he, uses. It's like he's no. like gonna climb El Capitan or something. <laughs> Well, yeah, is that like leftover from when the char- there was a character who rappelled down a roof? Like, was yeah. that supposed to be Frank Stallone? Was that supposed to be him? That was and a he fake was like, out. So, I yeah. want to keep the costume. Yeah, so kind of like to the point in the movie where you We're assume. Like, is that Frank Stallone doing this Yeah, stunt? you see some guy approaching in a helicopter and then he gets lowered onto the roof of the bean factory. <laughs> and then he rappels down the side of the bean factory and they never show him close up and you're, I guess. We're a, like, it's Frank Stallone. Wow, it's Frank Stallone. And then yeah. he immediately gets shot. Because I think you know Frank Stallone is coming at that point. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> here he because comes. Because the president will. Gabo is coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, coming. It's coming. Uh, William Smith is the president. We yes, have to William talk Smith. Oh my God, this was a revelatory moment for me. You I, Guys. Didn't know that until today. William Sh- William Smith. William Schmidt, who is Normad from Get Even, who I'm sure we've of a movie. I'm sure we've mentioned he's before. In like a and lot you guys of, should have and all I have seen. the Tiger, the Gary Busey movie. He's in a lot of and biker I have, films. I have the Tiger, and which he was he did uh, in a previous episode. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's dad in uh, Conan the Barbarian. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah, that's right. He yeah. oh, wow. gives him the talk at the beginning. Conan, mm. steal. Really? Well, I, I'm just learning more and more about yeah. this man. And in this film, he's stuck in. I assume the production office. Yeah, uh, you, you mean the Oval Office? <laughs> it's just some random the, office. Like, um, what are they called? Like the the panels, the stucco. Yeah, they have that. It's like the kind of hanging ceiling, the drop, yeah. the drop, drop ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. yeah, that you see in like office buildings and stuff like <laughs> and that. And they put like walls up enough so it goes up like right to the edge. Yeah, he's got this horrible brown like wood paneling on the inside. Yeah, there's a big presidential sign yeah. and yeah, an eagle on his one. desk. Wait, no, it's not an eagle. It's a seagull. It's, seagull. it's, it's a seagull. seagull. And he has an array of different phones. He's got like about five different phones. None of them are plugged in. And, uh, I think one of them isn't plugged in that he's talking on. I yeah. still can't believe that was Normad because like you yeah. get even. He talks like his, this. Yeah, I think he's one of so those guys. So was he doing a voice, or is his voice just become ravaged <laughs> I think in the it's 90s? Just ravaged. It was always this is from 1990. This movie, I think, it was or 89. Always, 89. 89. A year can age you a lot. 89 oh, yeah. to 90. But he always kind of talked like this. Yeah, like he always had a deep yeah, voice. Well. It wasn't it was anywhere near that. Get deep even. In it this was movie. particularly bad. He was like. Um, um, who, who's the guy you talk? I can't do his voice. Uh, Harvey Firestein. No. <laughs> um, Iago in um, uh, Aladdin. Come on, everybody knows this. Oh, uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried. Gottfried. Yeah, his Gilbert. he has a normal voice. That's not his normal voice. Yeah, that's right. That's, which is crazy to me because he always talks like that. I, it's yeah. on YouTube. I think you can Google it. I mm-hmm. think uh, Howard Stern posted. He, he uh, left a voicemail. A voicemail, and he's like, "This is his real voice." Yeah. And it's crazy. It's like. Hello, wow. how's it going it just, today? It wow, my really? Mind. That it's was like, a voice that he's putting on? Yeah, it's yeah. like Rick Moranis. Like, his normal voice is like this. Yeah, it's yeah. very bizarre to hear, but it's it's very funny. So this movie does end kind of spectacularly. That, where... that should be your favorite part, Colin. What's that? The ending of the, the movie? The climax of the movie. He's already dead! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going through... Actually, there's a whole like side plot that we didn't even talk about. What, with the family? The bad guys, when they find out that Hackstone is on the job, they uh, send terrorists to his house to kidnap oh, yeah. to kidnap yeah, it's his a very wife and... short subplot it is but it's pretty good it's, it's well done his but wife it has a great climax it's really funny so they they kidnap his wife and kid and then uh you know frank stallone's like they got my kids he doesn't look concerned at all no he doesn't get and a shit. um <laughs> so cameron mitchell's like you can't leave but we'll send like you know some cops to take care of this don't worry about it so they send they send karate cop yeah that's right <laughs> his, and, his hands are a registered deadly weapon yeah and he karate chops yeah he has a, yeah, he has a gun but he he takes out two guys just with his hands just with his hands and then the last terrorist runs out of the house and then cameron mitchell's buddy the the black cop shoots him and he falls into the pool and then he they, unloads, think, yeah. unloads like seven shotgun. like rounds into this dead prone body <laughs> the and then he goes i guess range. i made his day <laughs> there's no Great. setup to that line. Great line we all know it's a dirty hairy reference 
I guess he, I made He's not saying it to anyone. No. no. He's just talking to that dead body. And then they just get the wife and kid and leave. Yeah, and that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. But Frank Stallone actually defeats his best friend terrorist. And well, he's like... Or does he? Well, I think that he's like, give yourself up. And uh, does he say something along the line? Yeah, he's he like, does. I'll we show you. We can walk you. out. We can walk out yeah. together. He's, hand in he, hand. He's like, this is the only way I'm getting out. Or he or says like, I'll show you how to die for a cause or something like yeah, that. And yeah. And then he, he runs. He jumps out the window. He runs and jumps out the window. And as soon as the window smash is heard you just hear gunfire from the police so, so you're like oh shit in my mind i'm picturing him falling and being yeah. shot as he's being shot and then he's on the ground no. but we don't get that yeah, i he... think he didn't know how tall that window was <laughs> it was it actually was on the ground yeah. level yeah. Was... he thought he could jump and die but instead he lived landed and <laughs> just blew him and away. then they all, just, they all four feet. <laughs> you get him on the ground being riddled he's with like, yeah, yeah and then as uh, frank stallone is yelling out the window don't shoot <laughs> and then it cuts yeah. to him just being being shot like 40 times yeah and then he goes over to him and they have a moment i think he's somehow still alive after all this and then he has the movie death yeah and then i uh, forgive oh. you uh, yeah, that's something. one of the better cinematic deaths i've ever seen it's, it's, wow. it's pretty good <laughs> Those are some big words and we got to talk about the old bean factory for a second <laughs> the true mystery of terror in no i'm still Beverly trying, Hills. I'm, I'm still trying to work my my head around this so you know i'm assuming that the old bean factory that you know it's not in use and it's abandoned yes. uh it's out of the way and that's why the terrorists sort of use it as their home base you know mm-hmm. what i mean but all throughout this scene as soon as they get to the bean factory on the, on the soundtrack, it's just this nonstop mechanical clank, clank, clank. <laughs> Sounds like the Bean Factory is still running. Everything yeah. seems to be in working order. So and it's even, not old. I, well, it's still in like... Maybe that's the name of the company, the old Bean Factory. <laughs> it's not actually like... You know, oh, it's like the spaghetti factory. coffee beans, you guys. Oh, There's another oh, bean. Right. Now, we should just go back and forth and name as many beans as we could. Because think, think, think of how many beans they could be making. <laughs> but they it, could be making lima beans, green beans. They even make use of the uh, what are those like little foot elevators? I don't know what they're called, like grain elevators. Yeah, or maybe. Like and that. then you yeah. know they stand yeah. on them and then they get lifted up. But there's when at one point Stallone is like you know uh, Frank Stallone mm-hmm. is <laughs> wandering around. <laughs> he's wandering around uh, you know with his gun and he's like you know looking for the bad guys. But right behind. Him is a tank with the radioactive label on it. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. Hey, so they have like nuclear beans. Like, what kind of beans are they making? <laughs> yeah. uh, Mexican jumping beans. What do you think makes them jump? Nuclear, nuclear power. Beans. Nuclear radiation. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why they say don't eat them? Yeah. Also, because oh, they're uh, bug larvas. So yeah. I'm thinking, were they just shooting in some abandoned factory? And yeah, some like, radioactive they just, factory. They just didn't tell the crew. That's what happened. Frank Stallone got like really sick, kind of like John Wayne did when he made and that. Then he, and then he became a crazy right-wing conservative yeah. <laughs> with horrible oh, political no. views. They're like, whatever you do, Frank Stallone, don't eat these beans. And they like turn their back and Frank Stallone's like, nobody oh! tells me what to do. <laughs> oh, God. My brother's supposed to Stallone. Yeah. Yep. And I think that solved the bean factory mystery. <laughs> there's kidney beans. Um, there's garbanzo, garbanzo beans. Garbanzo beans. Uh, chickpeas. That's their other yeah, name. It's not Those called are beans. beans. <laughs> it's the same thing, apparently. Same thing. What? Yeah. All right. So what's the other movie that kidney we watched? Kidney beans. Uh, I said kidney beans, didn't I? <laughs> I, just, I only know so many beans. Um, okay, so the next this movie. Riffing. Baked beans. Baked beans, All right, yes. baked beans are just... <laughs> Same black beans, fried beans. Wait, what kind of beans? <laughs> Refried are beans? beans. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what kind of beans are baked beans? They're the brown ones. <laughs> I don't know what they this are. Is fascinating podcast listening. Uh, stay tuned for our other podcast, Bean Talk. Bean Talk. <laughs> yeah. No such thing as a bad bean. We're on location at the no old bean factory, bean you guys. Yep. The bean it's movie. called. It's called Bean There Done That. Okay. <laughs> bean There Done That. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> Every episode's on a different beat. <laughs> yeah. No, that was I, the. We do a lot. Run out. Uh, what's his name? It's the uh, Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, I was, wasn't thinking of him. <laughs> but yes, I am now. Uh, All right, we watched another okay. movie. What? Um, <laughs> um, it's another uh, movie that has terrorists in it, and it is called Invasion Force. Mm-hmm. Right. Nineteen ninety. Be confused with Invasion USA. <laughs> How would you uh, yeah. be confused with Invasion USA? Well, they both star. Richard Lynch. 
That's oh, true. And guy. on the cover, it it says Invasion USA twice on it. <laughs> oh, it says with Richard Lynch from Invasion USA. And then in the tagline, it's somehow, I forget what it Terrorists is. Terrorists invade it, it, USA. It, it ends with, it's like an Invasion USA or something like so that. So this is a returning auteur to this podcast. Yeah. Because right. this film is directed by much loved when we watched his film Sledgehammer, David A. Pryor. Most famous for the director of Deadly Prey. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he's done uh, a killer workout too. Is another that's probably right. More yeah, well known mm-hmm. it's funny. I don't remember the episode. Does he um, <laughs> ran? <laughs> yeah, it was the one that was in slow motion. Oh, yeah, yeah for that's me. right. He ran a company called AIP, not to be confused with American International Pictures okay. or American Independent uh, Productions or Pictures, which was Fredel and Ray's company. I believe it was called Action Independent Pictures. <laughs> cool. That okay. uh, rolls off the tongue. And he made like. 40 action movies yeah, and this is one did, of them he only did action movies he did like horror films as well yeah when, i guess sledgehammer had yeah, kind of a paranormal his, thing going on it wasn't his forte and so like action films is what he liked to do mm-hmm. and so this movie uh, starts with a rambo ripoff involving diamonds and the most <laughs> unappealing leading man okay, you have yeah. ever seen we gotta talk about this it's like this is the only one that I've seen of his that doesn't star his brother. Yeah, yeah Ted and Ted this Pryor. role is like, it's like it, he was maybe supposed to play it and he couldn't for some reason because the, the guy looks very similar to he's him. He's very buff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, he's got the blonde hair. Until we, well, he's got the he's blonde got, hair. He's got, he's got some blonde hair. <laughs> he's got what we like to call in the biz Hulk Hogan hair. Yeah, yeah it's doll, doll hair. Doll looks hair. Like doll it's hair. very, I can't describe to you how upsetting it is to look at this so hair. So like, this guy's going bald, and he made a choice, which is, I'm going to grow my hair out yeah. so it's down to my shoulders, yeah. but I'll still have that balding patch in the middle. Uh, he should do like the Donald Trump and just kind of like yeah. fold it over. And, and he's, he's like, wearing like a headband too mm-hmm. in yeah. every scene, except for one scene I think where he's wearing a hat. Oh, he's wearing a <laughs> giant cowboy hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which looks like when he wears the hat, it looks like it adds more hair. His hair looks thicker, so I'm convinced that there actually is uh, hair. Like extensions like, in there's the There's extensions hat. Yeah. in the hat, yeah. So this big muscle. Rambo type. His name is Walter uh, Cox, by the way. Walter Cox? Uh, actor. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, the actor? Yes. Not the character? No. Of Walter okay. Cox? Okay. <laughs> so um, he does this big thing, cliche action movie. It goes on for like 10 minutes and then, whoa, we hear cut because it's actually a movie being filmed. A, a movie within a movie. It was like 10 minutes of your typical action scene where he saves the girl and there's like the standoff. Give me the diamonds. Yeah, yeah. And he, so he gives it to him and then he blows him up. Yeah. You don't know have the diamonds you yeah. have a bomb Beep. yeah and, and uh, our favorite right off the bat a full body explosion yeah here. and only yeah. the legs are left standing <laughs> the legs are left standing very good looking amazing. explosion mm-hmm. it's terrific and then we meet um a bunch of filmmakers <laughs> and crew okay so this is the classic like making a movie yeah. cliche right which then, is hey it's like movies are shot all in one take. (laughs) So this gigantic action scene somehow that we're seeing, this movie within the movie. They're catching it at multiple angles and then stuntmen are lying Mm. on the ground for like five minutes Mm. after they already yell cut. But Justin, I think you turned to me like in the middle of it. You're Mm. like, I bet you it's going to end with somebody going cut, cut, cut. Yep, yep. And then they even say like, we have to redo all the explosions. And I'm like, no, it was just a two shot that a line was flubbed. You don't have to reshoot all the explosions. At the end, he fucks up because he steps on her foot or something and then they're like oh we have to redo the whole thing yeah so they have to like redo Uh, the tank battle there's a tank like all the squibs and so we meet our cast of characters which include the producer doesn't matter he dies very quickly because everybody hates producers asshole Asshole British producer Um, Uh, the assistant director um, the Vietnam vet who it was unclear what he did I guess he was like an army supervisor, I, weapons I, maybe. I, I guess maybe. I didn't know what his job was. He just was talked on a walkie-talkie a lot, so mm. maybe he was just the line producer, generic crew member, and or like also the co-star of the film, They're Holly lead- Hunter. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, our, yeah, our leading lady who <laughs> turns out, yeah, she looks like and sounds like Holly she Hunter. She has a very yeah. heavy accent, and you kind of are led to believe that she's kind of like 
uh, you know, prissy female star. But it turns out she's very down to earth and quite capable. And she basically ends up being the hero of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the director, like, is a nice guy, too. And he he's still, like, kind of like a, a weenie during the whole movie, <laughs> yes. though. Like, well, he do- I mean, but, he looks like Bronson. Uh, <laughs> Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, he looks <laughs> yeah. like a cross between Bronson Pinchot and David Hatch from, uh, or sorry, Richard, Richard Hatch, Hatch from Battlestar mm-hmm. Galactica. Yeah. You say he looks like a weenie, but he's the most heroic. He, he, like, yeah, he, he does he, a lot of stuff. He, yeah, but he, I would say everyone kind of was heroic. They do. They all but, kind of band like on together. On two separate occasions, he, he goes out of his way to, to attack uh, soldiers and save people. Yeah, you're right. So we're bearing the lead a little here because yeah, what ends oh, up yeah. happening <laughs> is that terrorists led by Richard Lynch and the most ineffective general to ever appear in movies <laughs> yes. uh, land near the film crew and in classic Tropic Thunder way, the film mm-hmm. crew have to band together and take down the terrorists. Yeah, it's yeah. Tropic Thunder definitely saw this movie <laughs> and ripped it off. You the think mo- Ben Stiller's like, ben Stiller, no one will ever the know. The movie itself. That's litigious if he ever listens to this podcast. I, I actually really like Tropic Thunder, but I think this movie's better. Oh, wow. <laughs> I might be the only one Shots anywhere fired. that likes Tropic Thunder. <laughs> it is. I was kind of like, as the movie was starting, I was sort of went to IMDb and mm-hmm. I was like looking at the plot summary and I was I was getting excited reading it. I, was I like, mean it's not exactly the same but it's pretty close. It's and it's no, such no, no, like the plot summary for this oh, movie. For this yeah, movie. For this <laughs> and I was like oh my god this is what it's about and I'm like Justin I just read the plot summary and you're like shut up shut up. <laughs> this movie is like so endearing like you like all the characters. Yeah. It's, and yeah. they're all terrible actors. <laughs> yeah but know, there's whatever. like a, r- but a like realness charming. to like, it. There's like it's a certain, ruralness yeah. to like. They're very yeah. likable. This crew that's just hanging out drinking beers even at the most dangerous place points yeah uh, when every all the shit goes down i was saying like they felt uh, genuinely like a real crew mm-hmm. like yeah. if you've ever been a film set i'm like i could believe these guys are actually like mm-hmm. parts of the film crew and they might be at times maybe underacting but at least they're not overacting yeah like you see a lot in low budget movies where because like they had at times they had a bit of a nonchalant attitude to <laughs> yeah. terrorists like a film crew shooting at, shooting <laughs> yeah. at them and like a Basically, they're just hiding under a little hill. They hide under a lot of hills. Yeah, and like they kind of over. they kind of poke their heads over the hills. Yeah. So my favorite part of this is that Richard Lynch is given so much pathos in the film. Yeah. Anytime his men are killed, the look on his face is like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. oh my god. He's very affected. And by he's it. like big close-ups of him. Yeah. He, he looks cares. very emotional. At one point, he's like, "Listen, I got a plan. Now I'm just gonna go back to sleep." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. He's, and he uh, needs his beauty he's nap. Great in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like I've, I haven't seen. He's committed. Him. Uh, he's really good. I mean, I only remember him from uh, Invasion, uh, Invasion USA. USA. Mm-hmm. He's um, probably the most like um, experienced actor on this shoot. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's really really good, and he sells the lines. And then he's sort of paired up with this general that, <laughs> who's you, like the biggest lame-o ever, what? who backstabs who backstabs him at the first opportunity. He's yeah. so pathetic and wussy, and he not really, really even a good character. He or, really doesn't seem like he even knows where he's at or what he's doing. He seemed like anything? someone's confused grandpa. <laughs> yeah. It would just be better if they cut him out and just mm. have Richard... Just Richard Lynch and Charlie well, Lynch is the, yeah, yeah, the Lynch has a line to him. He's like, I'm the one running the show. You're just along for the ride or yeah. something like that. He's and, a great... I, he gives a really good performance in this movie, I think. But yeah, like, the, what were you saying? Like, the, he just has this incredulous look at yeah, some point. Yeah, just sad. <laughs> well, like, especially at the end. There's, like, a scene where they, like, set up real, like, uh, Rambo-style traps to, like, stab people. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Richard Lynch is like, no! Still, like yeah. that his men are being killed but there's just like they hold on his face and he's he just can't get words out yeah, yeah. he's just so incredulous and he just yeah. can't believe what he's looking at he's just and it just holds and holds and he's just <laughs> he's mouthing words but no sound <laughs> okay i know what my favorite part of this movie is mm-hmm. it is the feminist message that mm-hmm. this movie has here we go well it's more just like what if you saw like a Russ Meyer film and yet it didn't have like any boobs in it? It was no, like yeah, it no was like it was like that. There was no nudity mm-hmm. and um, there wasn't even any like cleavage or even there's a couple of short shorts, but like there wasn't any like exploitative camera close-ups on female bodies. And I, I am I wrong? Is that not what Ted Pryor is known for? David Pryor? Well, he's known for like uh, cameras going up male bodies, especially his yeah. brother. <laughs> That's true. What about Killer Workout? That was like all about the 
you know, girls doing uh, and yeah. aerobics too. and stuff. Yeah, and like the, Ted Prize. Yeah, and like that, hey. that Man Killers movie is like nothing but women with guns and no bras, like jumping around in the woods. <laughs> not here. The female lead in this movie is not sexualized, really. Um, like that, like she's kind of the producer. Like comes on to her and she like rebuffs him and he gets his comeuppance. It's like it's like a, a feminist. Uh, free for all I don't know <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying well they have the other girl too like the uh, special uh, effects uh, practical, female special yeah, effects, effects artist person. and we thought when we thought she died we were really upset but it turns out they just were pretending to oh, be shot oh yeah there's a moment at the end of the film <laughs> where, everybody where like gets everybody shot. gets shot and there was a moment where we were like wait what you know, like every person went down and you were like what no! and then like when so many of them started dying, and you're like, I was oh, like okay, oh, okay, okay, I got what they're doing. Yeah, movie but, magic. Like, not to ruin this movie, but at the end, isn't oh. it revealed that the female lead was the CIA? Uh, yeah, agent? she's actually used to be in the CIA. Very tossed off. Richard and, Lynch recognized her, and he's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" Ooh, yeah. But like, so was she just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and she became an actress, or was she undercover? No, I don't think she was supposed to be undercover. I think she just became an actor. Yeah. Like that's it. It feels like a weird. You know, maybe like someone who saw the film went oh you know how does she know how to do all this yeah stuff? i was just about to say it's the mary sue thing they were like oh we need to explain how she knows Ugh. how to hold Even a gun they, they have a tossed yeah. off line where she's like i was an army brat i know all this stuff yeah because that would have been fun but they kind of do it for the men as well like the guy with There's the, the one the Sid Haig looking guy with uh, the big beard yeah he's a vet and he, he uh, mentions it although then he tries to shoot someone earlier in the movie and he and fucks it up <laughs> well i mean this is a film that unfortunately doesn't have like a big action climax which made me sad right but it has like the most amazing ending like it starts to play out and we all realize at the same time we're like this is like the movie within the movie yeah. Yeah. and they start like milking it because like yeah, the he, audience knows what's going to happen yeah. Richard Lynch wants like the tape mm-hmm. that they've recorded of him saying the plan he wants to because of course they recorded him confessing yeah, as they're you invading, do in all uh, of these movies invading I think it's in uh, where is it Alabama like, Mobile Alabama mm-hmm. and they want to take over a, a town stage some terrorist attack so that what the US, the US government will have an excuse to invade a I guess it's Cuban is the idea uh, that they it's say like to be. a certain mm-hmm. uh, certain South American country yeah, yeah. Country, just to give like them that. an excuse to do it yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, why did they have to get it on tape? Oh, I guess so. Maybe America wouldn't invade, even though like only one person died and nobody liked that person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bit convoluted. <laughs> so you realize at the very end when uh, Richard Lynch wants the tape from them, and then they kind of set it up, and it's exactly a callback to the uh, very first scene of the movie, the movie within the movie. Yeah, we, ah, within the movie, we'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, and you have like a scene where he's like, give me the tape. And he's like, okay, you just give me the girl. And then they throw each of them to each other. Yeah. And Richard Lynch in slow motion catches the tape. He looks so happy to be he getting it He looks so too. happy. And there's like big close up of his face. Yeah. And he looks down and it's like, oh no, it's a bomb. It's plastic explosives. It's, a little, it's in a little mini DV case. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's a little piece of explosive in there yeah. in the shape of a and then, and then the, uh, what? Call back to a scene that happened earlier. Yep, a yep. guy that couldn't shoot. Yep, he makes the shot. Boom. And he explodes. He explodes again. In and the we were same like, manner that the the dummy exploded in the beginning, which makes me think it was maybe the same dummy or the same rig or whatever. I don't know. But the then legs, we're like, oh please, let the legs. The legs, the yeah, legs, the legs still remained. <laughs> the legs were not only still remained, but they were on fire. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were no. standing there. I guess he was a liar because his pants were on fire. Oh. Right? oh, he was a liar. She's been workshopping that one all night, people. <laughs> <laughs> it just came to me. What's the female version of a dad joke? <laughs> A mom, a joke? mom, mom joke. joke. Yeah. Uh, no, it's probably like an aunt, a great aunt joke or something. Uh, no, your great aunt. She's kind of racist. Uh, Especially your great aunt. Uh, sorry, what was your favorite part, Colin? My favorite part was the scene where, uh, I guess it's the first action scene where they all kind of band together, all the crew. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the bad soldiers try to invade their little set, and mm. then they have it all rigged with explosives <laughs> and squibs, right. and they have blanks. They have blanks. They're all firing like uh, blanks, and they bring like the fake tank and the fake tank. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "All right, fire it up!" And you you know you see it's sort of intercut with the uh, explosive guys uh, letting off all the all yeah. the squibs so and explosions. It's like it's they're tricking them into thinking that they're shooting like rockets at them. Yeah, but and that they just actually have a tank and set ex- explosions. Yeah. So they're you know the, the bad soldiers 
soldiers are running away and the ground's blowing up and the tank's firing, but it's all like pyrotechnics. And mm-hmm. it, it reminded me of the movie uh, Effects. Oh, uh, yes. With the, Brian, Brian Brown. Brian Brown. Brian Brown. And uh, didn't it have, um, what's his name? Uh, Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. Yeah. That's right. The two Brians. <laughs> two, Brian. <laughs> two Brians. Together at last. Ah, it's the two Brians, mate. It's Brian Brown. <laughs> Wait, why is one of them Australian? Brian Brown's Australian. Is he? Is yeah. he doing an American accent in Effects? I don't think so. Oh, okay. His name is Rolly Tyler. <laughs> I know the second one is directed by Richard Franklin, an Australian director, because okay. he's the one who did Road Games, and he did Patrick, and he did oh, yeah. uh, Link, the one about the killer uh, monkeys in the house. Road Games that one? was Jamie Lee Curtis mm. and yeah, uh, uh, Stacey Keach. We didn't even mention, though, that um, Invasion Force is all set to, like, smooth jazz on the piano. Yeah, that was the yeah. weirdest thing. <laughs> there's, there's some, like, uh, your typical action techno-y score, but there was some strange choices of, like... It's like piano jazz. Yeah, it's like, like, like lounge music, kind of. And not any, like, vibration style. No, no, no. It's more like... Not to that level. But then... The movie. The big reveal. very, very, Richard Lynch blows up. And then... The two leads embrace. They and kiss. We, and we hear someone go, cut. And I'm like, whoa, that sounds like David A. Pryor. And, it, and they pan over, and it is. Yeah. And the whole film crew is there. And then you see <laughs> Richard, um, Lynch. Richard Lynch behind there. <laughs> He's and, like having and, a cigarette. And yeah. the rest of the crew that like that are the cast. So it's like, we're in the movie. The mo- it, or movie we're outside movie, of the movie. Within, within a movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, and as the camera zooms and out. And then it just like cranes up. And yeah. I'm like, what is real anymore? <laughs> It was a very cute time. I take a gun, I'm like, are you real? Am I in the Matrix? (laughs) It was a perfect way to end um, a movie. A fluffy good time. And I don't know why I've never heard of this movie. Again, as far as like David A. Pryor movies go, I've never heard of this. It's just gems we keep discovering. There's no Ted Pryor in it. Yeah, I only heard about this one. I think somebody wrote about it on the internet recently, but I also read about it in this amazing book. And oh, I can't remember what the title is. It's like it's like a big hardcover encyclopedia of B action movies from the 80s and oh. 90s. Oh, that's And good. I just read it essentially cover to cover. And this was one of the <laughs> movies that the guy was like, "Wow, this was really surprising. I didn't think this was as fun as it Mm-hmm. Uh, was gonna be, and that's where I heard about it. So I was like, "Oh, I gotta check that out." It's a great premise. Like mm-hmm. you, you said it, that earlier in the movie, and I'm like, "Wow, this would be perfect. easy to remake. Yeah. Easy yeah. to remake, and just really fun." It's a good yeah. idea. It's pretty consistently fun, uh-huh. and uh, all the characters like, are likable. Yeah, there were some really bad likeable. reviews on IMDb that I do not agree Whatever. with. No, There's yeah. that one uh, I showed you, and it was it's like, like the, "I wasted my life watching this." No, it was yeah. like the movie, kind of movie you watch and you wish you had never seen, or something. Yeah. I'm like, you, you haven't seen yeah. enough Whatever. movies. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Boo. Whatever. Unless you're listening to this and you're a Patreon subscriber, in yeah. which case, oh no, you're good then. You can have your ah, opinion. Go back to watching your Marvel movies. <laughs> so I believe. Both of these movies are available on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. in, in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. not in Canada. Uh, no, um, but hey, check out Amazon. Maybe you can get Tara and Beverly Hills for one cent, like, uh, <laughs> like Colin like did. Colin or did. Or else, but hey, the, beware, the, it's a cursed DVD. The seller, <laughs> the seller may be me. <laughs> yeah. Also, we forgot to mention that the sound quality of Tara and Beverly Ugh. Hills is That's just awful, yeah, and yeah. it may be the only version out there. Like the the music, sound recorder, the, music, the music. Yeah, life. the music it's was so weird. It was coming out of one speaker and it's the like, dialogue was dialogue coming, out of, coming out of the left speaker it's tinny it's loud it's it's muffled it's like, very you shrill you can still hear it but it's noticeably bad and it's just so be not pleasant to listen to when criterion yeah. picks it up and remasters it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and I'm we wait, get the I'm frank stallone cut oh yeah only him <laughs> yeah i'm just waiting for that uh but until then check it out on amazon prime both of those movies yeah amazon if it's still on amazon prime is currently no. um Cutting away all the indie titles it's because awful. of the debacle. Awful. Yes. Well, if you want to email us, you can email us at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And I would like to let you know that we now have a Patreon. <gasps> what? So if you would like to donate, uh, we have two levels. The $5 level, you will get a bonus episode every two weeks. So the main episodes come out every two weeks. And then the off week, we'll be releasing a Patreon episode. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, then you'll have a new episode every week but wait what are these episodes how are they different from the um, normal ones that i get for free and why wasn't i informed yes <laughs> so we got to call yeah. in um, it's, it's, a, a, a fill-in that yeah. sounds like just, you we got to call in together in the first you just edit episodes. like words from different episodes i agree yeah. yes 
So basically anything that we don't do on the main feed, we would do on a Patreon episode. That's a so, lot of stuff. Yeah, so, so, but right, like right now, it's basically like um, much more well-known uh uh, bad movies so like The Room uh, that came out and like Troll 2 and stuff like that plus like uh, newer bad movies things that maybe just came out things that we maybe have just seen Geostorm Gerard yeah. Butler movies Geostorm uh, will be out next week oh man we talked so much about my friend Gerard Butler yeah. Gerard Butler now you got me right. I want to see him you mean Gerald Butler <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. You have so, to listen to the so, episode yeah, to find I already, out. I already gave a couple away of, of what's coming up. but mm. uh, So these episodes are going to be shorter than the main ones uh, in the kind of like 15 to 20 minute um, range. And uh, yeah. They are unmissable. If you like this podcast, please become a <laughs> yeah. Patreon subscriber. And that that's not all. <gasps> if you are on the $2 level uh, and above, you will also be part of the Bad Movie Lottery. So we're going to have like a raffle every couple of months where the winner gets to pick a movie that we do on the show. The main the main feed. Not a Patreon episode, the main feed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe the next uh, draw will probably be in February. Wait, what level do I have to be at? So they, I can take you all guys out to dinner. $5,000. <laughs> oh my God. No, a one-time fee. No. Uh, who knows? But we're, gonna, we're working on okay, it. We're yeah. going to meet you at a public we'll location. Go to, we'll go to... We'll go to well-populated. We'll go to Canoe. It is the most expensive restaurant in Toronto. No, the revolving restaurant in the CN Tower. Oh, that's, that's, that's the most that's, that's You know what? I heard they closed it. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never been. Yeah. Anyway. It spun off its axis up into the air. Yeah. If you want, if you want more content... Or you want the chance to pick an episode, please consider donating to our Patreon. Or if you just like the podcast and you're like, well, twice a week, once every two weeks is enough for me. (laughs) If you want to support the show, if you want to support the show, we How much do I have to give you to stop? (laughs) Well, Well, I can name you a number. $100,000. Also, we have a Twitter account now, which is uh, at No Such Thing Pod. Uh, I believe. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Search "No Such Thing as a Bad Movie" yeah. and you'll find us. Yeah. And uh, my Twitter handle, as always, is at April Atmansky, and I am also on Instagram. I'm at uh, Declu J D E C L O U X, and you can also check me out on Letterbox. Uh, just the name Justin Declu, same spelling, or my other podcast, Important Cinema Club, which gets released every oh. week. ImportantCinemaClub.com. That sounds important. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's in the name. You, hmm. They don't just give the title important to everything. You have to earn that, and we did. Wait, yeah. so you didn't name it yourself? No, no, no. It, it was called The <laughs> Cinema Club, and oh. then we went to a, you know... our And they just, like, imbue you with that, <laughs> that name. Yeah, otherwise yeah. the importance police come, and they're like, woo Okay. Shut it down. It's like false advertising. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So we can't do that. It's but... like fraud. It's like the, the fire... <laughs> and it's not. The they're fire legal. festival. <laughs> the fire... Oh, no, no. God. That's not fraud. That's just false. That's, false That's a, a quote from the documentary if you haven't seen like it. Like everybody, is, we watched this. This episode is brought to you by Hulu and Netflix. Yeah. We watched the Fire Festival. It's documentary. amazing. Ja Rule's like, no, that was not fraud. That was just false advertising. Ooh. Yeah, he would know. Uh, right. Anyway, so I'm uh, at anti Ja Rule bias. <laughs> sorry. At Sergeant Zima, uh, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. That's my Twitter. Uh, same on Instagram, I think. And please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes. It helps um, promote the podcast. Yeah, and not one star, Justin. <laughs> I'm sorry. God. You know. Anyway, I'm April. <laughs> I'm April Mansky. I'm Justin the Clue. And I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. Hey, what about extreme beans, you guys? <laughs> extreme beans? Oh, yeah. They're those, hot, those hot beans? beans that you put in Caesars. Uh, Bloody Marys for the U.S. That's uh, right. Crowd. Oh, okay. That's um, a very dangerous to my bowels. Bowel beans. Bean. Ooh. <laughs> what about LL beans? LL beans. LL cool beans. Butter beans. Butter beans. <laughs> <laughs>